Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. <coughs> Recorded live. We want to thank everyone for tuning in to another edition of the Bible Radio Show, Truth Hour, here on POET Radio. We will have a phenomenal, another phenomenal, explosive um, Bible radio show for you, brothers and sisters, this evening. It is here. It is um, Tuesday, another Tuesday, brothers and sisters, April the 14th. And we're bringing this Bible radio show, Truth Hour, to you live from Chicago, Chicago, right outside of Chicago, Illinois, brothers and sisters. So we are going to deal with the explosive subject, how God uses the unexpected, brothers and sisters. That's you and that's I and that's um, those who, work, who, who we work with every day. Those who we see on our way to work. Those who are in our, in our family and those amongst our friends and those who we grow up with every day. We don't know who God is going to use, brothers and sisters, because God uses the unexpected. We're going to show you during the course of this show, brothers and sisters, perfect examples written here in this book called the Bible of how God used the unexpected. People that you've never would have thought that he would have used, brothers and sisters, to bring forth his will here on earth. We're going to go through the Old Testament. We're going to go through the New Testament. And then we're going to close out, brothers and sisters, showing you something That's going to be a little bit shocking to you, brothers and sisters. At the end of this show, we're going to reveal something that's going to be very shocking to you. But everybody works for God in some type of capacity. And we're going to show you that perfectly in this book called the Bible. So we ask that you get your Bible. We ask that you get your paper. We ask that you get your pens. And we ask that you follow us with this lesson because, again, our motto on this show, Brother Julius, is if you cannot read it, then do not believe it, sisters and brothers. Again, for those who just tuned in, you're tuned in to the Bible radio show, The Truth Hour, hosted by Black Ice and Brother Julius. And Brother Julius, brothers and sisters. And so, again, our lesson plan for today is how God uses the unexpected, how God uses the unexpected. Okay, so we're going to go ahead now and start off our show, brothers and sisters, with the reading of our psalm. Turn your Bibles. Turn your Bibles, brothers and sisters, to the book of Psalm. To the book of Psalm, <laughs> the 66th chapter. And again, hold on to your seats, brothers and sisters, because we're going to reveal some things in this show. Everybody got a job to do. You hear some people say, even haters got a job to do. Jesus had haters, brothers and sisters, and they had a job to do. Yeah. 
all my brothers and sisters. We're going to get deep into this lesson plan today. Again, how God uses the unexpected. We're going to start off at the book of Psalms, the 66th chapter, and we're going to start off with a reading of our psalm. Then we're going to go ahead and get right into the lesson today, how God uses the unexpected. Brother Julius, here we go. Psalm 66. Good afternoon, sisters and brothers. And again, welcome to another edition of The Truth Hour, hosted by Black Ice and Brother Julius. Psalm 66, verses 1 through 8. It reads, Make a joyful noise unto God, all ye lands. Sing forth the honor of his name. Make his praise glorious. Say unto God, How terrible art thou in thy works. Through the greatness of thy power shall thine enemies submit themselves unto thee. Did y'all get that? Through the greatness of thy power shall thine enemies submit themselves unto thee. All the earth shall worship thee and shall sing unto thee. They shall sing to thy name, Shalah. Come and see the works of God. He is terrible in his doing, doing toward the children of men. He turned the sea into dry land. They went through the flood on foot. There did we rejoice in him. He ruleth by his power forever. His eyes behold the nations. Let not the rebellious exalt themselves. Shalah. Oh, bless our God, ye people, and make the voice of his praise to be heard. That was Psalm 66, verses 1 through 8. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, to the hearing, and to the doing of his holy word. In Jesus' name we pray and give thanks. Come on, Ice. Brothers and sisters, we appreciate you again for your presence here on the Bible Radio Show, The Truth Hour, whether you are tuning in on this live broadcast or whether you are listening to the archive or a CD. We encourage you to go get your Bibles, go get your pen, go get your paper, write down these scriptures that we are about to give you, brothers and sisters, because it's all about encouraging and strengthening your faith, edifying you while we glorify God. Now, there are a lot of people today, brothers and sisters, that turn away from God just because of the lifestyle that they have led. And then they say to themselves, oh, God would never deal with a person like me. I didn't sold drugs to my people in my community. Or I've been a prostitute and I've had sex with several men or several women. Or I've used crack, or I've used cocaine, or I've used all different kind of things, heroin, and God would never deal with a person like me. Or I've been a liar, or I've been a cheater, or I've done things my whole life that I'm not proud of. God would never use a person like me. Well, brothers and sisters, the topic of our show today is how God uses the unexpected. We're going to go ahead and get deep into our show, brothers and sisters, and give you some examples because we want you to see this thing loud and clear um, within your ear, and we just want you to see this with your mind's eye of how God is no respecter of persons. He's going to use you in one capacity or another. Now, God would bless those who don't even deserve to be blessed. But he's not going to continue to bless you, brothers and sisters, if you remain in the same behavior. So, brothers and sisters, 
Here we go. Where you want to start at, Brother Julius? Let's go to the book of Joshua, Black Eyes. Let me set this up real quick. Let me set this up. Sister and brother, turn your Bible to the book of Joshua, the second time, uh, the second chapter. Sisters and brothers, the title of the show is How God Uses the Unexpected. Now, Black Eyes mentioned some of us have been uh, uh, involved in some things that we might have been shameful of, that we might not have been proud of. But that God will use that act for your favor and for his glory. Let's give you an example, and we don't condone this, but we're going to read an example in the Bible. But once you find out about the true and living God and his merciful and his grace, what did he tell a woman, uh, Black Eyes? Go and do what? No more. Go and sin no more. Watch this, Black Eyes. Let's go to Joshua. You got Joshua, brother? Let's go to Joshua chapter 2. Joshua chapter 2. Now, Israel, the, it's, 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 uh, Moses is dead, and he's anointed Joshua to take his place, and Joshua is leading the children of Israel into the promised land, and they are conquering. I repeat, I repeat they are mowing down and slaughtering the seven nations of the of the Canaanites, the seven nations, Hamitic nations, sisters and brothers, because the Lord is getting ready to give uh, Israel the land of Canaan. So now they come up on a town called Jericho, and the story proceeds like this. And the unexpected helps God serve it, and in turn, in the end, she is blessed. Watch this, Black Eyes. We're gonna, we got some read to do, so we're going to read kind of swift because we got a lot of scriptures to cover. But we're going to get through this show, and everybody's going to be edified, and God will be glorified. God can use anybody. Two and one, Ice. Let's go. Joshua 2 and 1, and it reads, And Joshua, the son of Nun, sent out of Shittim, Two men to spy secretly, saying, uh-huh. Go view the land, yes. even Jericho. Yes. And they went and came into a harlot's house, a, house a prostitute's a, house, Julie. You mean servants of God came into a prostitute's house? Yes, read it, Ike. And came into a harlot's house named Rahab uh-huh. and lodged there. And it was told the king of Jericho, saying, Behold, there came men and hither tonight of the children of Israel to search out the country. And the king of Jericho sent unto Rahab, saying, Bring forth the men that are come to thee, which are entered into th- thine house. Now, who's asking, Ike? The king. Uh, uh, they want these men that, that come to Because somebody always watching, right, Black Ice? Mm-hmm. Somebody always watching. Go ahead, bro. And the king of Jericho sent unto Rahab, saying, Bring forth the men that are come to thee, which are entered into your house. Uh-huh. For they be come to search out all the country. Continue. And the woman took the two men and hid them, yeah. and said thus, There came men unto me, but I wist not whence they were. So I don't know where they went. I seen them, but I don't know where they went. Uh-huh. Go ahead. And it came to pass about the time of shutting of the gate when it was dark yes. that the men went out uh-huh. whither the men went um i would not in other words where they went i don't know, I don't know. pursue after them quickly uh-huh. for you shall overtake them Go ahead. but she had brought them up to the roof of the house yeah. and hid them and did what and hid them with the stalks of flax uh-huh. which she had laid 
in order upon the roof. Skip down to verse uh, 9 and continue. And verse 9. And she said unto the men, I know that the Lord hath given you the land, and that your terror is falling upon us. Keep in mind, black guys, Israel is conquering. Now they're now they getting ready to conquer Jericho, but they sent, Joshua sent the men out to spy out Jericho, and they went to Rahab, a prostitute's house, and she hid them because she understood that the Lord, well, let's read on into it. I, I like what she said right here, Brother read Julius. Here, she right? said, I know that the Lord has given you the land. And that your terror is falling upon us, uh-huh. and that all the inhabitants of the land faint because of you. They scared of you. Go ahead, Ice. For we have heard how the Lord dried up the water of the Red Sea for you <coughs> when you came out of Egypt, uh-huh. and what you did unto the two kings of the Amorites uh-huh. that were on the other side of Jordan, uh-huh. Sihon and Og. Uh-huh. Whom you utterly destroyed. Utterly destroyed. Go ahead, Ice. And as soon as we had heard these things, our hearts did melt. Yes. Neither did there remain any more courage in any men because of you. Uh-huh. For the Lord your God, he is God in heaven above and in earth Wait beneath. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. This is a woman of the night, Black Ice, who is acknowledging God. Sisters and brothers, sometimes fear of God causes repentance. We're talking a repenting woman here. She said, I know that God has given you this land. The news of y'all conquering is going all over the all over the land. And I know. But what is she really working for, Black Ice? What is she really working for? Let's continue. Continue, bro. Let's go ahead and t- continue, brothers and sisters. We're going to go ahead and continue at, let's see. We're at verse. Verse 10. Yes. Uh, For we have heard how the Lord dried up the water of the Red Sea for Uh you when you came out of Egypt, and what you did unto the two kings of the Amorites Uh that were on the other side of Jordan, Sihon and Og, whom you utterly destroyed. And as soon as we had heard these things, our hearts did melt. Neither did they remain any more courage in any man because of you. For the Lord your God, he is God in heaven, Above and uh-huh. in earth beneath. Yes. Now, therefore, I pray you. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Whose God is she acknowledging, Black Ice? Their God. Who and, and who is their God? The God of who? The God of Israel. Only the one and true God. Go ahead, Ice. See, see, you see, sisters and brothers, when you acknowledge God for who He is, now you got His attention. Now, once you get God's attention, He's watching you, sisters and brothers. And he could take whatever has afflicted you, whatever sickness has come over you, whatever drama you've been going through, and he will remain, uh, remove it, whereas you've been trying and trying and trying. But God is a fixer. Remember, he made us, and he could break us better than anybody else. That's why he said, Benjamin is mine. I will repay face to face. Where we at, Black Eyes? Okay, Brother Judas, we're at verse 12. Ahead, now, therefore, I pray you, yes. swear unto me by the Lord, yes. since I have showed you kindness, yes. that you will also show kindness unto my father's house and give me a true token. In other words, spare us. When y'all come conquering, spare my father, me and my father's house when you, because we know that God is with you. And she said, I know that God has given you this land. Spare us. I hear the men. So now, I hear y'all, so now, in return, spare us. Come on, black guys. Go ahead. Going to go ahead and pick this up at verse 13. 13. 
and that ye will save alive my father, my father and, my mother, and my mother and my brethren and my, brothers, and my sisters uh-huh. and all that they have and deliver our lives from death. Go ahead, Ice. And the man answered her, yes. our life for yours. If you utter not this our business, and it shall be, when the Lord have given us the land, uh-huh. that we will deal kindly and truly with you. Why, Black Ice? Verse 15. Verse 15. Yes. Then she let them down by a cord through the window, for her house was upon the, tall, the town wall, and she dwelt upon the wall. Now, skip down to verse 18 and continue, Black Ice. Verse wait eight. a minute, wait a minute. Verse 17, go ahead. Verse 17. And the men said unto her, We will be blameless of this thine oath, which thou hast made us swear. Go ahead. Behold, when we come into the land, yes. you shall bind this line of scarlet thread this, in the window. This red, this red cord, go ahead. In the window which thou didst let us down by. Yes. And thou shalt bring thy father and thy mother and thy brother and all thy father's household home yes. unto thee. Yes. And it shall be that whosoever shall go out of the doors of thy house into the street, uh-huh. his blood shall be upon his head. Anybody go outside this house when they come through and they see the court, but you happen to go outside the house, your blood going to be on your head. It's like black ice. When I see the blood, I will what, black ice? I will pass over you. Mm-hmm. In this case, y'all let this red court out the window. And that's a signal for the soldiers that come through killing. Go past that house. Pass over that house. Shed no blood. Oh, black ice, as long as they stay in the house. Mm-hmm. Uh, the children of Israel, as long on the, uh, when the death angel came through Egypt, don't go out the house. Anybody come out the house, the death angel going to kill you, your blood on yourself. The Lord always gives you examples. Come on, black ice, finish this. Verse 18. Verse 18. Yes. Behold. When we come into the land, thou shalt bind the line of scarlet thread in the window which thou didst let us down by, Uh and thou shalt bring thy father and all thy father's house home unto thee. And it shall be that whosoever shall go out of the doors of thy father's house, of thy house into the street, his blood shall be on his own head, and we will be guiltless. And whosoever shall be with thee in the house, his blood shall be on our head, if any hand be upon him. What's the flip side of this, Black Eyes? Go ahead. And if thou utter this our business, then we will we will be quit of thine oath, which thou hast made us to swear. If you go out running your mouth and telling anybody our business, hey, this deal gonna be off. The deal gonna be off the table, Backlight. Continue. And she said, according to your words, so be it. And she went. She sent them away, and they departed. And she bound the scarlet line in the window. Uh-huh. So she obeyed, then she black eyes. Skip down to verse 23, and look what happened. Verse 23. So the two men returned and descended from the mountain and passed over uh-huh. and came to Joshua, the son of Nun, uh-huh. and told him all the things that befell them. Go ahead. And they said unto Joshua, Truly the Lord hath delivered into our hands all the land, uh-huh. for even all the inhabitants of the country do faint, or they are afraid because of us. Now, Let's go to Joshua the 6th chapter, Black Eyes, and finish this. Joshua the 6th chapter. We're going to go right over, brothers and sisters, a, a, few, uh, a few chapters over. Joshua 6th chapter. Uh-huh. Joshua the 6th chapter, brothers and sisters. Our subject matter today is how God uses the unexpected. 
Joshua, the sixth chapter. Turn your Bibles to Joshua, the sixth chapter, giving uh-huh. you a moment to turn your Bibles there. Yep. Just a few chapters over from chapter two, and we're going to start this off at verse. We're going to start this off at verse one, and we're going to we're going to skip you this real quick. Go ahead. Joshua six and one, and it reads. Now Jericho was strengthly shut up because of the children of Israel, uh-huh. none went out, uh-huh. and none came in. Go ahead, and the Lord said unto Joshua, See, I have given unto thine hands Jericho, and the king thereof, and the mighty men of valor. And the mighty men of valor. Now skip all the way over, black eyes, to verse 21, and let's look at the soldiers go to work. 21. Joshua 6 and 21, and it reads, And they utterly destroyed all that was in the city. Both man and woman, uh-huh. young and old, what? ox and sheep, what? and ass, with the edge of the sword. And what happened? But Joshua had said unto the two men, but Joshua. You ain't right. Go ahead. I'm sorry. My, 22. My, my thing had skipped a little bit. But Joshua had said unto the two men that had spied out the country, yes. go into the harlot's house. Go into whose house? Are you? The harlot's house. And do what? And bring out thence the woman uh-huh. and all that she have yes. as ye swear unto her. Go ahead. And the young men that were spies went out, went in, and brought out Rahab and her father and her mother and her brethren and all that she had. And they brought out all, all her kindred and left them without, without the camp of Israel. Skip down to verse 25 and go ahead. Verse 25. And Joshua saved Rahab, the harlot alive, uh-huh. and her father's household, and all that she had. Yes. And she dwelleth in Israel even unto this day, yes. because she hid the messengers which Joshua sent to spy out Jericho. What is the moral of this story, Black Eyes? What is the moral of it? Brothers and sisters, the subject today is how God uses the unexpected. Now, here was a prostitute in the land of Jericho, brothers and sisters, that the men flirted with every day and used her body for their sexual pleasures, brothers and sisters, and that the people of the land no doubt talked about and mocked, brothers and sisters. Here's a woman that that was despised, that other women looked at and, and despisement, brothers and sisters. But God saw fit to use this woman, this prostitute, this harlot, for his glory, brothers and sisters. She saved her whole family because of her faith. See, brothers and sisters, it don't matter what you have done. You can't change what you've done, brothers and sisters. But your faith in God is the start and is the process. Of God's blessings. It's the start, brothers and sisters. She said that I know that God has given you this land. Now, here's a woman who's not from Israel, brothers and sisters, who's living amongst the nations of other people. A prostitute, but she had faith in a God that her nation did not know. And said that, hey, look, they, God is going to give you the land anyway. We've heard about everything that he's done for you. Now, there were people amongst the children of Israel that left out of Egypt when God delivered them from Egypt that didn't believe more than this woman did. Imagine that, brothers and sisters, how you got the true and living God. And you have saw the miracles that he's done for you and your people. 
And you still turn your back on them like some of the children of Israel did when they built that golden calf. And Moses took the two tables of stone, the Ten Commandments, and busted up the golden calf, brothers and sisters. God just had delivered them from, from 400 years of slavery. And here's a woman, brothers and sisters, who was a prostitute in another land with another people that got more faith in a God that's not even her God than the people who belong to God has. Our subject matter today, brothers and sisters, is how God uses the unexpected. See, brothers and sisters, it don't matter if you're in church all day on a Sunday. It don't matter if you're in Bible class on Wednesday or Friday, brothers and sisters. That don't mean that you got more faith than the homeless person out there on the street, wow. than the prostitute out there on the street, than the drug dealer and the gangbanger out there on the street, brothers and sisters. Going in church don't make you a Christian just as much as you sitting in the garage makes you a car. I'm going to say that again. Sitting in church makes you no more of a Christian than sitting in the garage makes you a car. So this woman right here and her whole family was spared because of her faith, brothers and sisters. We're talking about how God uses the unexpected. Brother Julius, let's go ahead and go to our next example. Let's go to Second Chronicles, the 36th chapter, and let's look at a man who God called, but he wasn't an Israelite, but yet God called him his servant. Brothers but and sisters. He was the one that, his name was Cyrus, Cyrus the Great. And he used Cyrus, sisters and brothers, to allow the Jews who were in captivity to end their captivity and go back and rebuild the temple, sisters and brothers, that had been destroyed. That had been destroyed. Watch this, Second Chronicles. Second Chronicles 36, we're going to read two verses and then we're going to go right into the book of Ezra, which is the next book. Second Chronicles 36, and we're going to go ahead and pick this up at verse 22. 22. Second Chronicles 36 and 22, ahead, and it reads, uh -huh. Now in the first year of Cyrus, king of Persia, that the word of the Lord spoken by the mouth of Jeremiah might be accomplished, uh -huh. the Lord stirred up the spirit of Cyrus, king of Persia, that he made a proclamation throughout all his kingdom. And did what? And put it also in writing. Go ahead. Document it. Saying, Thus saith Cyrus, king of Persia, mm -hmm. all the kingdoms of the earth hath the Lord God of heaven given me. Wait a minute, black guys. The second world ruling empire was the Medo-Persians. The first was the Babylonians that ruled the whole known world by themselves under Nebuchadnezzar. And then the Medo-Persians under Darius and Cyrus. This is the very Cyrus we're reading about. Cyrus the first or Cyrus the great. And then came the Greek Empire under Alexander the Great, and now of what we in today, the last days of the Roman Empire. But this happened in the days of Cyrus, and he meant that because he was the second world Gentile world ruler. So God did give him the whole earth. Come on, black guys. 23 again. 23. Yes. Thus saith Cyrus, king of Persia, all the nations of the earth have the Lord God of heaven given me. And he hath charged me to build him a house in Jerusalem. Wait a minute. He hath charged me to build him a house in Jerusalem. Yes, go ahead. Which is in Ju Judah. Which is in Judah. 
Who is there among you of all his people? Yes. The Lord his God be with him and let him go up. So you all are free. Whoever will feel free. Let's read it. Turn right over to the book of Ezra, black guys. The next chapter, the next book is the book of Ezra, the first chapter. The first chapter. Sisters and brothers, all of this is documented historical evidence that the God of Israel cannot lie. And he has his word written in the Bible, and he has it followed up by history. All of this you can find in the history books, on your computer, at the library, on your social media. It is there. Read about Cyrus the Great. Ezra 1 and 1. Come on, black guys. Ezra 1 and 1, and it reads, Now in the first year of Cyrus, king of Persia, that the word of the Lord by the mouth of Jeremiah might be fulfilled, Uh the Lord stirred up the spirit of Cyrus, king of Persia. Who did I? The Lord. Go ahead. That he made a proclamation throughout all his kingdom Uh and put it also in writing, saying, Thus saith Cyrus, king of Persia, the Lord God of heaven hath given me all the kingdoms of the earth, and he hath charged me to build him a house at Jerusalem, which is in Judah. Go ahead, I. Who is there among you of all his people? His God be with him, and let him go up to Jerusalem, Uh which is in Judah, and build the house of the Lord God of Israel. Uh He is the God. Which is in Jerusalem. Wait a minute. That sounds like something that Rahab said, didn't he? You see how the Lord uses the strangers, uses them, sisters and brothers, to acknowledge him, to glorify him, to do whatever he wants them to do. They are his servants. Continue, black guys. Verse 4. Uh-huh. And whosoever remaineth in any place wherein he sojourneth, let the men of his place help him with silver and with gold uh-huh. and with goods and with beasts besides the free will offering for the house of God that is in Jerusalem. Go ahead, I. Then rose up the chief of the fathers of Judah and Benjamin and the priests of the Levites with all them whose spirit God has raised to go up to build the house of the Lord, uh-huh. which is in Jerusalem. Wow. Which is to build the house which is in Jerusalem. Turn over to Ezra, the second chapter, and let's look at how many people went back to go back. That Cyrus, who had Judah in captivity, how many did he let go, Black Eyes? How many slaves or captives did he free? Ezra, chapter 2. Ezra, chapter 2. And we're going to read one. We're going to read two verses. Mm-hmm. Uh, one verse. One verse. Go ahead, Black Eyes. Yes, verse 64. Ezra 2 and 64, uh-huh. and it reads, The whole congregation together was 40 and 2,303 score. That's 42,360 people. 42,360 captives was freed by Cyrus, who God used to go back and build a temple that was torn down in Solomon's days. But check this out, sisters and brothers. History books got it off. History books said that 42,000. So God's math is better than the Persians' math. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but they went up and they built the house and they actually got it done. Go to Ezra 3, Black Eyes, and we're going to read one verse. And brothers and sisters, just to piggyback off what Julius is saying, uh-huh. Most of the kings of this Bible, if they were not kings of Israel, they were evil in nature, brothers and sisters. Uh And they were not doing God's will. Uh And here's a king, brothers and sisters, who's not an Israelite, Uh who has Israelite slaves. And we can go all throughout history, talk about the Egyptian king or Pharaoh, 
who had Egyptian slaves. God killed and destroyed him and his army and other nations, brothers and sisters, that Israel became captives of under. God dealt with them and destroyed them. But here's a king, brothers and sisters, that had Israelite slaves. But God used this king. Just, just, just think about these 42,000 Israelites who are enslaved in captivity the day that they found out that this king was going to do God's work, the same ones that they had been enslavement under. God uses the unexpected, brothers and sisters, and this is the title of our show today. If God can use a king who enslaved 42,000 Israelites, his people, if God could use a prostitute, a harlot, brothers and sisters, uh-huh. in the days of Joshua and Jericho, brothers and sisters, uh-huh. don't you think that he could use you too? No matter what you have done, even no matter what you are doing in ignorance, brothers and sisters, there's still room for God to use you, brothers yes. and sisters. Yes. We're going to go ahead to Ezra chapter 3. No, Ezra chapter 3. Uh, did, uh, did we finish that? That's good, Ike. Okay. That's good. You can read Ezra chapter 3 on your own. The, the temple is being built like God saying through the blessings of Cyrus, mm-hmm. who God uses. But now, God can use anybody. Mm-hmm. Let's go to 1 Samuel the 8th chapter, Black Ezra, real quick. 1 Samuel the 8th chapter. First Samuel, the eighth chapter. Uh-huh. And as I said in the beginning of this show, brothers and sisters, uh-huh. many of you felt like because of my past life, I was a drug dealer. I was a gangbanger. I was a I was a prostitute. I've been molested. I've been raped. Whatever you've been through, brothers and sisters, for some reason, you feel like, man, I can't go up in God's church or I can't go in the house of the Lord. Man, I'm dirty, man. I'm I'm not clean, man. I didn't sold drugs to his people. I didn't I didn't lied on people and I, I didn't somebody. I didn't stole from people and and maybe I didn't shot a guy and killed him and don't nobody know about it or I didn't did this, or I didn't did that. Brothers and sisters, that's the trick of Satan trying to keep you away from God. When you in your own mind think that God can accept you, In the condition that you're in, he can clean you up, brothers and sisters. As he cleaned up these several individuals that we are reading about in this book called the Bible. You are no exception, brothers and sisters. You are no exception. If he did it for them, he can do it for you. We're in the Bible of 1 Samuel, uh, the chapter of 1 Samuel. Chapter 8. We're going to show you, black guys, how sometimes the Lord will call you. And then you're doing good, but then you stray away. Mm-hmm. See, we, we got to look at both sides of this, black guys. Mm-hmm. You stray away, and then it's to your demise. So God will replace you. He will replace you. First Kings, First Kings chapter 8, because sisters and brothers, you need to read these stories on your own, therefore your edification and for your knowledge. So that you can know how not to cross God. First Kings eight and one. First Kings eight and one. First Kings, first Samuel. First Samuel. First Samuel eight and one. And it reads uh-huh. And it came to pass when Samuel was old uh-huh. that he made his sons judges over Israel. Go ahead, Ice. Now the name of his firstborn was Joel. Uh-huh. And the name of his second Abiah. Uh-huh. 
They were judges in Beersheba. Go ahead. And his sons walked not in his ways, right. but turned aside after Lucifer. After, after, after money, go ahead. And took bribes. And took what? And took bribes. Wait a minute, this priest. These are priests. Come on, vice. And perverted judgment. And perverted. See, when you take a bribe and you are serving a God, you are perverting judgment. The Lord told you to judge righteously. So, sisters and brothers, you cannot be a servant of God and compromise. This is why you have a problem with politicians in the church. It can't work. Sooner or later, there's going to be a clash. Why? Because politicians can be bribed. But if you're going to serve God, serve him. If not, then better you not take up the mantle of a servant of God. But watch this, black guys. So, uh, Samuel's sons took bribes, and the Lord didn't like that. Come on, guys. First, uh, first King eight, and verse four. First Samuel chapter eight, verse four, and it reads: Then all the elders of Israel gathered themselves together and mm-hmm. came to Samuel unto Ramah mm-hmm. and said unto him, yes. Behold, thou art old, and thy sons walk not in thy ways. Yes. Now make us a king to judge us. Like all the other nations. Wait a minute, black guys. I thought Israel was supposed to be separate from the rest of the nations. And their king actually was the son of God himself. Oh, man. Continue, black guys. Go ahead. Verse 6. Why? And Why it was reads. Samuel upset? But the thing displeased Samuel when they said, uh-huh. Give us a king to judge us. Go ahead. And Samuel prayed unto the Lord. Samuel did what? Prayed unto the Lord. Maybe sometime when you get, a, get in a predicament, you don't know what to do. Turn to the Almighty. Pray to the Lord. Go ahead, black guys. Inquire of him. Verse 7. Yes. And the Lord said unto Samuel, Hearken unto the voice of the people in all that they say unto uh-huh. thee. Yes. For they have not rejected thee, but they have rejected me, uh-huh. that I should not reign over them. So, black guys, from what you just read, who was the real first king of Israel? Mm-hmm. It was the Lord. The Lord Jesus. Now, Israel wants a king like we always do. We always want to follow the rest of the nations, and it always gets us in trouble instead of being obedient to the Lord. But now, look at, skip down to verse 9 and continue. Verse 9. You want a king? I'm going to give you a king. Now, therefore, hearken unto their voice, howbeit yet protest solemnly unto them, and show them the manner of the king that shall reign over them. How are you going to be, Ice? And Samuel told all the words of the Lord unto the people that asked of him a king. And he said, this will be the manner of the king that shall reign over you. Yes. He will take your sons, he will take your sons and appoint them for himself. Yes, sir. For his chariots and to be his horsemen, uh-huh. and some shall run before his chariots. I didn't do that to you, Israel. I let you conquer everybody. You weren't a servant. You was the leader. Go ahead. Verse 12. And he will appoint him captains over thousands and captains over fifties and will set them to ear his ground uh-huh. and to reap his harvest yes. and to make his instruments of war yes. and instruments of his chariots. What about the women, Ice? Read. And he would take your daughters to be confectionaries. You're going to be bakers and what else? And to be cooks yeah, and to be ahead. bakers. Oh, Aunt Jemima, that Aunt Jemima box, maybe it's no accident. Come on, Ice. Verse 14, and he would take your fields and your vineyards and your oil yards, uh-huh. even the best of them, yes. and give them to his servants. Go ahead. And he will take the tenth of your seed yes. and of your vineyards and give to his officers and his servants. Go ahead, I. And he will take your men servants and your maid servants and your goodliness young men yes. and your 
asses yes. and put them to his work. Go ahead. And he will take the tenth of your sheep, and ye shall be his servants. Go ahead. And you shall cry out in that day because of your king, which you shall have chosen uh-huh. you, which uh, which ye shall have chosen you. What about the Lord? And the Lord will not hear you in that day. You see, when you turn from God, he do not hear you unless you sincerely repent. Unless you sincerely repent. That's why he said, uh, go tell them all the words that I said, but protest solemnly unto them. Plead with them. But they ain't rejected you, Samuel. Uh, they rejected me. So he anointed Saul. Saul did good. But let's fast so brothers forward. and sisters, now here it is. One of God's prophets spoke directly in communication with the Lord, brothers and sisters. Yes. Had two sons that he was ready to give this thing to after he had gone. Uh-huh. Similar to the pastor in the church. Most pastors want their sons to take their place, take their place. when they have gone, brothers and sisters. Right. But sometimes God uses not the expected, but the unexpected. Uh-huh. And that's the title of today's show, how God uses uh-huh. the unexpected, brothers and sisters. Wow. Let's go, Brother Julius. Let's go to First uh, Samuel, the 13th chapter. First Samuel, the 13th chapter. Saul is king of Israel now. And now, but Saul went bad, black ice. Saul did some things, and the Lord pleaded with him and pleaded with him. And Samuel had to break the news to him. Mister, you don't cross the line with God. Payday is here. Today is your firing day. First Samuel 13. And this is what got Saul messed up. He inquired of a witch, but we do, we, we go on someplace right here. And this is the end of Saul. Watch this, black guys. First Kings 13. Remember, God uses the unexpected. However, if he blesses you, sisters and brothers, and you take his blessings and misuse them. <laughs> oh, I forgot to tell you about this God of Israel. He don't get tired. He don't need no sleep. He got a long memory, and he going to collect his pound of flesh. Come on, Ice. 13, and we're going to... 1 Samuel chapter 13. Saul uh, made a burnt offering that he was not supposed to do, and read verse 9. 13 and 9. 1 Samuel chapter 13 and 9, and uh-huh. it reads, And Saul said, Bring hither a burnt offering to yes. me, yes. and peace offerings. And he offered the burnt offering, uh-huh. and it came to pass. He wasn't supposed to do that. That was the priest's job. He wasn't supposed to do that. Go ahead. And it came to pass that as soon as he had made an end of offering the burnt offerings, behold, Samuel came. And what happened? And Saul went out to meet him, uh-huh. that he might salute him. Yes. And Samuel said, What have you done? And Saul said, Because I saw the people were scattered from me, and that thou camest not within the days appointed, and that the Philistines gathered themselves together in Mishmash, uh-huh. therefore said I, The Philistines will come down now upon me to Gilgal, uh-huh. and I have not made supplication unto the Lord. That wasn't your job. Go ahead. I forced myself, therefore, and offered a burnt offering. That's not your job. I told you to wait on Samuel. Continue. Verse 13, uh-huh. and Samuel said to Saul, thou hast done foolishly. Go ahead. Thou hast not kept the commandment of the Lord thy God, which he commanded thee. For now would the Lord have established thy king upon Israel forever. Your king, you would have been king of Israel forever. Even when you died and wake up, he would have resurrected you, and you still would have been a ruler of Israel. At, his, at the second coming of the Lord, but now you done messed up. So now what, I 14. 
14. Uh-huh. But now thy kingdom shall not continue. The Lord hath sought him a man after his own heart, and the Lord hath commanded him to be captain over his people, uh-huh. because thou hast not kept that which the Lord commanded thee. See, so now you are fired, and on your own, read all of this, and you will find out that the, the Philistines saw committed suicide. <laughs> wow. So, brothers and sisters, again, some of us are in positions of power. Uh-huh. Some of us are in positions where we're shepherds over sheep, brothers and sisters. And we think that we found favor in the Lord just because either we're in his house or we've been exposed, brothers and sisters, to his word. Wow. Some even have anointings, brothers and sisters. Yeah. But we've seen it time and time and time again how great men have fallen and how those who are unexpected, brothers and sisters, have risen all because of their faith. Wow. Remember the woman at the well with Jesus, brothers wow. and sisters? Wow. Remember that? Jesus said, I didn't come to give this word to you. I came to give it to the children of Israel. You are not a member of the family of the children of Israel, this word ain't for you at this time. Remember, Paul was the apostle to the Gentiles. This wasn't during Paul's time. But the lady kept with Jesus, and she she said, I know that what you have is not for me and my people. So, brothers and sisters, we're talking about faith, brothers and sisters, how far faith can carry you, even those whom we least expect for blessings to come from. God will still use you. Yes, he will. God uses the unexpected, brothers and sisters. So we don't want you to give up on your sons who are out there maybe using drugs or maybe dealing in the streets, doing things that you didn't teach them how to do or that you're not proud of, brothers and sisters. We don't want you to give up on them because who is more qualified to go to the drug dealer other than someone who's dealt drugs before? Mm -hmm. Who is more qualified to go to the gangbanger except someone who has been in gangs before? That's why we have so many organizations talking about sexual abuse victims. And mainly those who are mentoring are those who've been sexually abused before. Brothers and sisters, God will allow you to go through a test so that you can gain a testimony. He will allow you to go through the prison systems, brothers and sisters, so that you may know what it's like so that when you're approaching these teenagers who are in their decision-making process in their teenage years, He could be or she could be a living example of what the bad choices and the bad decisions lead you to. So everyone, brothers and sisters, can be used by God. So let's not throw away anybody because we in our own minds think that they're not worthy. God don't look at men through your eyes. He looks at men through his eyes. Absolutely. And when I say men, I'm talking about mankind. Absolutely. Turn your Bible to the book of Matthew, the 15th chapter. Yes. Matthew, the 15th chapter. For those who just tuned in to the Bible radio show, you're tuned in. Our subject matter today is 
how God uses the unexpected. My question to you, black guys, is can God use anybody? He used Rahab. He used the prostitute. He he uses Cyrus. Mm -hmm. Let's look at another person that he used, and she ended up getting a blessing. Watch this, black guys. Matthew 15. Matthew 15. Matthew 15. Matthew 15 and 21. And 21. Matthew 15 and 21. And it reads, Then Jesus went thence and departed into the coast of Tyre and Sidon. Uh And behold, a woman of Canaan came out of the same coast and cried unto him. A woman of Canaan. Now, we're talking about, you remember Cain and Abel? How Cain was disinherited? She was a descendant of Cain, brothers and sisters. Which one? Not this. This is a woman of Canaan. She was a Canaanitess woman. Got you. From the land of Canaan. Got you. The land of Israel. Got you. Okay, cool. My mistake, brothers and sisters. Let's correct that. And behold, a woman of Canaan came out of the same coast and Mm -hmm. cried unto him, saying, Have mercy on me, O Lord, thou son of David. My daughter is grievously vexed with the devil. So now the woman coming to Jesus because she wants her uh, her daughter healed. She's possessed. And she wants her daughter healed. But this is a woman. This is not an Israelite. Mm-hmm. This is a stranger. Mm-hmm. She didn't even know that she, who she was dealing with at first. But let's read on. Let the Bible speak, guys. Verse 24. Yes. But he answered and said, I am not sent, but unto the minute. lost Verse sheep. Of- Verse 23. Verse 23. Uh-huh. But he answered her not a word. Wait a minute. My daughter is sick, and I'm coming to you to heal her. And the book said that he answered her, we talking about Jesus, the creator and maker of everything that there is, didn't say nothing to her. But continue, black guys. But he answered her not a word. Uh-huh. And his disciples came and besought him, saying, send her away. Send her away. For she crieth after us. Go ahead. We but sit he, all moaning and groaning. But he answered and said, I am not sent but unto the lost sheep of the house of Israel. What? Then came she and worshipped him, saying, Lord, help me. Lord, help me. Help me, Lord. Wait a minute. This woman has faith. Mm-hmm. She has enough faith to sub- submit herself and come and say, I'm not of your people, but help me. I ain't got nobody else. I can't call them no pagan gods. Help me. But what did he do, black guys? But he answered and said, it is not meat to take the children's bread and to cast it to dogs. To what? What did he call her? He called her dog. Oh, my goodness. What happened? And she said, truth, Lord. Truth, Lord. Yet the dogs eat of the crumbs which fall from the master's table. That got him. That got him right there. She acknowledged and he answered. Go ahead, black guys. What's the end of this? Finish. Then Jesus answered and said unto her, O woman, Great is thy faith. Oh, woman, great is thy what I? Great is thy faith. I don't care who you are. Great is your what? Great is thy faith. I don't care what you've been through. Great is your what? Is your faith. No matter how much drugs you have, no matter how you've been sexually abused, sexually molested, no matter how many games you don't run on people, go and sin no more. Turn back to the true and living God and believe him, O woman. How great is thy faith? Finish it, Ice. How great is thy faith? Yes. Be it unto thee, even as thou will. And her daughter was made whole from that very hour. So what healed her daughter, Black Ice? Her faith. 
But the Lord said it's not necessary. It's not meant for what's the children. I'm here for the lost to get to gather my priests, the lost children of the tribes of Israel. I know that, Lord, but I'm coming to you. I believe in you. He said, be it according to your faith. And she had enough faith, and her daughter was healed. Who are, where are we going now? Let's go to everybody's uh, patriarch, Paul. Let's go to Paul, brothers and sisters, for those who just tuned in to the Bible radio show, uh-huh. Truth Hour. You're tuned in tonight. Our Bible subject today is how God uses the unexpected. We're going to close out our show. we got six minutes left on our show. We're going to the book of Acts, chapter 9. Yes. Acts, chapter 9. Yes. Let's look at the apostle to the Gentiles, brothers and sisters. Mm. The apostle to the Gentiles. We're going to briefly go over this with you, and then we're going to close out with something that you may not have ever heard before, brothers and sisters, but we want you to hold on to your seat because this is going to shock you, brothers and sisters, what we are about to reveal to you on this show tonight after we talk about Paul because we talked about all the people that no one ever expected for God to use. But when we reveal this last person, brothers and sisters, who you never thought God would use, brothers and sisters, wow. You're going to be out of your mind. Now, now Saul persecuted the church. He did what? He persecuted the church of God, meaning well, but threatening and probably had some people killed. Sometimes, sisters and brothers, we can believe that we serve in God and have a real strong zeal, but we can do it in ignorance. But now the Lord is going to meet Paul, or Saul. Acts 9 and 1. Let's go, Black Turn your Bibles to Acts 9 and 1. And it reads, And Saul, yet breathing out threatenings and slaughters against the disciples of the Lord, against against the disciples of the Lord, went unto the high priest Uh and desired of him letters to Damascus to the synagogue, Uh that if he found any of this way, what way? Those who were teaching the gospel of the kingdom of God. Go ahead, Isaac. What would he do to them? Whether they were men of, of or, or women, uh-huh. he might bring them bound unto Jerusalem. Go ahead. And as he that journeyed, and as he journeyed, he came near Damascus, yeah. and suddenly there shined round about him a light from heaven. Yeah. And he fell to the earth and heard a voice saying unto him, Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? Go ahead, and he said, Who art thou, Lord? And the Lord said, I am Jesus whom thou persecuted. It is hard for thee to kick against the pricks. And he trembling and astonished said, Lord, what wilt thou have me to do? And the Lord said unto him, Arise and go into the city, and it shall be told thee what thou must do. And then, and the men which journeyed with him stood speechless, uh-huh. hearing a voice, but seeing no man. They heard a voice, but they didn't see no man. Go ahead. And Saul arose from the earth, yeah. and when his eyes were open, he saw no man. Uh-huh. But they led him, but they led him by the hand and brought him to Damascus. Uh huh. Uh huh. And brought him to to Damascus. Yeah. And he was there. Three days without sight, uh-huh. and neither did eat nor drink. Uh-huh. And there was a certain disciple at Damascus named Ananias. Ananias. Yeah. And to him said the Lord in a vision, Ananias. Yes. And he said, Behold, 
I am here, Lord. Yes. And the Lord said unto him, Arise, and go into the street which is called Straight, yes. and acquire in the house of Judas, for one called Saul of Tyrus, for behold, for, for, of Tarsus, for behold, he prayeth. Go ahead. And have seen in a vision a man named Ananias coming in and putting his hand on him that he might receive his sight. But did Ananias, did Ananias want to do this? He, Ananias didn't want to cause... Paul was so bad that he didn't want Saul to receive his sight because Saul persecuted the church. Continue, black guy. Then Ananias answered, Lord, I have heard by many of this man how, how much evil he have done to thy saints at Jerusalem. Oh, yeah, and here he have authority from the chief priest to bind all that call on your name. Go ahead, I. But the Lord said unto him, Go thy way, for he is chosen, a chosen vessel unto me. What, what I? He is a chosen vessel unto me. The Lord choose. He don't see as man see. He sees through his own eyes. And God can use anybody, black eyes. How God uses the unexpected. He uses a man that's vexing and Doing evil things to terrorizing, terrorizing the people, persecuting the true church. Finish it, I. To bear my name before the Gentiles uh -huh. and kings and the children of Israel. Go ahead, I. For I will show him how great things he must suffer for my name's sake. Uh -huh. And Ananias went his way and entered into the house and putting his hands on him yeah. said, Brother Saul, the Lord, even Jesus, that appeared unto thee in the way as thou camest, has sent me uh -huh. that thou mightest receive thy sight and be filled with the Holy Ghost. Uh, wow. Brothers and sisters. Wow. God says, what happened immediately after that? God happened? says, brothers and sisters, uh -huh. for he is a chosen vessel unto me. me. Those of you all who are listening on this call, God has a purpose for you to serve. You may not know what that purpose is today. But black guys, we got to read this right here. Look what he did. Verse 17. For, uh, verse 16, for I will show him how great things he must suffer for my name's sake. Verse 17, I, 17. And Ananias went in his way and entered into the house and putting his hands on him said, Brother Saul, uh -huh. Lord, even Jesus that appeared unto thee in the way as thou camest yes. has sent me yes. and thou mightest receive thy sight and be filled with the Holy Ghost. And what happened, I? And immediately there fell. three days later. Immediately. What happened? There fell from his eyes as it had been scaled. Uh-huh. And he received sight forthwith and arose and was baptized. You mean Saul, the one that became Paul, had to be rebaptized? Mm -hmm. Absolutely, sisters and brothers. Absolutely. Fit closes out, right? So, brothers and sisters, we're just showing you that no matter what you have done, and even what you are doing, brothers and sisters, your faith can change all of that. Jesus died for our sins, brothers and sisters, so that if we repent from the things that we have done, sins past, that we could be not conformed, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. That's what the church calls saved, brothers and sisters, but it's really being transformed by the renewing of your mind. All those things that you have done before. Mm. All those things, brothers and sisters, that you've been involved in. Yeah. All the things that you are going through right now, brothers and sisters, even some of the thoughts that we think are evil. We can't forgive people. 
And the Lord said in his prayer, forgive men their trespasses. So I will forgive you of yours, brothers and sisters. But if you forgive men not their trespasses, neither will I forgive you of yours. So, brothers and sisters, it's time to put down some of the old thinking that we used to have. It's time to put down the old words that we used to have, brothers and sisters. And it's time to put down some of the things that we used to do, brothers and sisters. It doesn't even matter what you used to do. What matters is what you are doing today and what God will have you do for him tomorrow, brothers and sisters. Our subject matter today is God uses the unexpected. And we will close with this, brothers and sisters. We will close with this. Even Satan the devil, brothers and sisters, cannot do anything that he has done or anything that he is doing without God's permission. God is still in control. To give you a perfect example, Satan asked God, if you bow down. the reason why Job is worshiping you and the reason why Job is still honoring you is because you're protecting him, God. You got your angel around. You got your angel around, Job, and you're protecting Job. But as soon as you take your protection from Job away and allow me to start cursing him. I bet you he curse you to your face, Lord. And see, those of us who've gone astray, God will move his protection from around you and allow you to be tested and allow you to go through some marriages that ended in divorce. Allow you to go through some domestic violence relationships. Allow you to go through some things on your job. Allow you to go through some things with your children. See, when we're not doing what God wants us to do, sometimes he has to bring us back to him. And he will use Satan, brothers and sisters, to torment you, to bring you back to him. Even Satan got a job to do, brothers and sisters. The haters got a job to do, brothers and sisters. Everybody got a job to do. But what's going to be your job, brothers and sisters? You are the unexpected that God has been wanting to use, but you're continuing to run from the work that God wants you to do. He didn't take you through the life that you went through for you to just go through that life and you're not in that life no more and for you to just forget all about what you used to do and just go on with your life. No, brothers and sisters, he took you through that life of the streets. He took you through that life of being a womanizer. He took you through that life of being a hoe. What? He took you through that life, brothers and sisters, so that you can go back and mentor to little young girls and little young boys about decisions and choices, brothers and sisters, and how your decisions and your choices either will reward you, brothers and sisters, or make you pay. Thank you so much for tuning in to another edition of the Bible Radio Show, The Truth Hour, here on POET Radio. We do want to go to the phone lines, brothers and sisters, so please hold the line while I end the recording. And before I end, I want to say in the name of Jesus that we pray 
that you were edified and that God was glorified, brothers and sisters, here on today's Bible radio show, The Truth Hour. God uses the unexpected. Thank you so much for listening. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.